0: Salutations, everybody! It is Maddie here today. Episode one hundred of the Handmade Podcast. I,
1: oh, I, I should have got like a, a horn or something to celebrate. Mm-hmm. It's fucking terrible.
0: Yeah. What's up, but... guys?
1: <laughs> you interrupting me
0: already. Do
1: you want <laughs> My me name is Noah. And and I got kicked off a podcast <laughs>
2: I create, but we're not going to get into that. And then and I had I'm the Lone Vault of... That's right. That's done, right. Done. I'm not going. And then I had surgery and almost died. Oh, you know come on,
0: just kidding! I'm just kidding. <laughs> go ahead,
1: Lord. I just go ahead, Lord. so, so no. I don't know if you remember, but you used to go third. Like I would introduce myself <laughs> first. I don't know if you remember it's, that. It's been so long, a whole like, <laughs> month. You're Lord. But no, seriously, episode one hundred of the podcast that that's fucking awesome, hmm. guys. That's really awesome. It is, and cool. we we needed like obviously I, I, the clear choice to bring back as a as a guest was Noah, um, and we are happy to have him here now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. I just got home from work. I'm tired, and let me give a little update. I guess if you're hearing my voice right now. It's actually because a small device about this big, it's about the size of a Thin Mint, and now my voice is back to normal, is going off in my chest for epilepsy. And uh, I, had, I had surgery a little while back, about three weeks ago, and uh, they, they cut me open, they put it in, they sewed me back up, and they were like, all right, you can go home now. Still can't shower normally, so I'm sure everyone is very right, curious. You have like a plastic bag over your head or something.
0: That would no, kill him, you dipshit!
2: No, there's a, there's a. No,
0: it wouldn't. A,
2: there's a cut here, but there's also a cut on my chest. So anything I do, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make any difference. Mm. But um, I didn't have brain surgery. Let me make that clear. The the device is on my chest, not my brain. Okay. But yeah, so it's really interesting. So, so you know I'm that was
0: curious how you shower then. Oh no, I do
2: like I just do like
0: a sponge bath
2: basically uh, like okay. what I do, and then I just wash my hair in the sink. You know. Uh, yeah. with I wash myself. I, Rag a on one. a stick. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but, you know. So that's me. That's what's new. Um, Nothing too, too new. Mm. Waiting on mm. E3 to tell me that I'm famous and can come yeah, still. Right. Um, but, yeah. That's about
1: you, it. You should get the E3. I, I think that's going to be a no-brainer. Let's I'm put it this
2: ahead. way. If I don't, someone's going to get a very mean written letter in Crayon. Man, <laughs> I don't know where it's going to go, but we'll if- <laughs>
0: I can't I can't imagine them not bringing anyone in. I don't know why they're opening it to the public. Like this shit's crowded enough. That's a, I'm sorry. I, that's <laughs> a, that's my selfish two cents on it. All right, as as, as we've you know, Noah and I have been there. It's fucking crowded. Fifteen thousand more people, I think it was.
1: But oh, no, is it fifteen thousand on 15. top of who already, who already is there, or are they going to actually prevent fifteen thousand media from going? That is that why Noah is not allowed to go to Wait. history? Well, I, I'm not. It's not that I'm not allowed. I'm just still waiting no. on the yes or no.
2: But is that so? You're saying they're they're stopping media from coming in
1: so they I, can I don't let... know. I,
0: no, like no Uh-oh. one knows. They're saying I think it's we're gonna Paris have. Is starting to take over a little bit. So they're like, yeah, let's uh, bring in some of the public here. You know, pimp but they need men. they
1: needed community there, right? Because uh, it, it's important to be able to have people that actually want to buy the games. Yeah. It's just we don't know whether again is it fifteen thousand on top of what they who they already invite. <laughs> or minus yeah Who
2: knows? i don't know i like you said matt it's so goddamn crowded as it is yeah i mean i remember when you and i cut the entire line to get (laughs) it you know we cut like 300 people yeah
0: and it was just like the the warner brothers one like if you you know if you're waiting on that line because they have like this vip section that we were in because you know we're fucking important and um yeah that yeah, that it. alone was like thank God you know that that they had this like media section it's like I, I almost feel bad for people who are going for the public
2: yeah um,
0: longer lines than PAX for sure yeah
2: I bet mm-hmm. so so tell me a little bit about PAX tell us a little about PAX I saw that it uh, it snowed there a bit
0: oh my God yeah so for those who don't know I went to PAX East this weekend I met a, a, a surprising amount of viewers um, more than like when i was walking around than actually when i had a meetup which i thought was pretty cool but um that was that was one of the coldest weekends i've had and that's from someone who lives in new york and the winter got down to like 12 degrees right yeah like and and since you're in the city and since you're in the fucking city um like i'll I'll step outside my hotel and the the wind's just funneling down these fucking streets so it was such cold wind where like my eyes are literally like this 'Cause I couldn't fucking see. The wind was blowing dude, so hard, it was so cold.
2: I know what you mean, dude. It was like it was like seventy degrees in Tucson, man, and I was like, this is Yeah, such a dude. hard time. It bro. was hard, dude. Yeah.
1: I had to wear like an open hoodie. <laughs> Fuck I'm sorry, but yeah. Fahrenheit makes no sense. Like everyone around, around the world uses no Celsius. Sense, Can't you just fucking be like everyone else, no. America, no. and use our metrics? I bet, you, I bet you
2: do kilometers an hour too.
1: Oh, everyone does! Everyone <laughs> around the world does! No, we gotta travel six miles. Like, what the Dude, fuck it's is annoying. miles, Like we,
0: we know that. You guys know that. And it's not like it's complicated to learn, it's just that, like.
1: But it... the, the, the key, Matt, is it. when you say you guys, you're referring to the rest of the world. And then yeah, there's America, you guys. who's special. Yeah, <laughs> we are special. <Yeah. laughs> Did you I'm know I'm special?
2: Did you know Australia is becoming one of the most obese countries along with, like, oh. America has been, but Australia is too? Well, yeah, I'm but I'm fucking say. jacked, so what? Someone,
1: no. someone is going to, like, comment and be like,
2: you know what, that's actually not yeah, true,
1: you know, and then just <laughs> it's go on. If actually look at the recent statistics, yeah, but we are. I think, I think we actually overtook uh, yeah. North America. Yeah. Wow. Did you?
0: Wow, that's a fucking yeah. feet and a half. Do you realize that? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's a
2: big, Yeah unfortunately but, uh,
0: as for packs like i said it was, it was really cold um went to a bar that was a lot of fun um i saw you, met, a uh, towards,
2: did you meet at the bar
0: uh fighting cowboy oh,
2: that man one.
0: that man can drink he cool he's yeah. in cool yeah he's very <laughs> cool um that's like the first time i've kind of like and no because you know me like that's the first time yeah. i really gone hard you know yeah. like that but, he's um, like, I got,
2: he texted me, he's like, I got drunk, dude. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, like, <laughs> I, like I, I, I actually, it. I guess like, I was, Matt. yeah, yeah, like, you're he's fun. like, <laughs>
0: you're like everyone else, I was like, yeah, I, I just, I don't get drunk that often, so for me, it was actually a fucking highlight for me to <laughs> actually just go out and get fucking trashed. <laughs> Bro, good drunk, Dude, the whole time man. I'm walking home, They're I'm cool. quoting Mass Effect, I tried to break open the door to get Connor, and I was like, yo, Connor, what's your favorite store on the Citadel while he's taking a shit, like... <laughs>
2: I don't know why. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking dead, dude. That's
1: fantastic. I,
2: I always think back to that. Well, there's a few things. The picture of Connor where you're like, like Eddie's rubbing his back while he's in the the toilet, <laughs> and then the video of Eddie going <laughs> like yeah, into the toilet. Like a
0: fucking. It's so. It's like oh. We're talking about our friend, ladies and gentlemen. He got so yeah. so drunk. I've never seen it before. That like when he went over the toilet to throw up, I have a picture, and literally it's a stream from his mouth. He's got a good foot from the oh, toilet. And why would a... you embarrass him like it's that, a, it's a solid, it's dude? He's proud of it. He's so like, that's amazing because so it's so a, such a great like. I just took one proud picture out of it because it's just that one yeah. picture. And it's just a straight stream from his mouth to the toilet for like a foot, and it's a it's a fucking mouth cannon. Think of Bubbly fucking... from Uh-oh. fucking Pokemon. <laughs> except <it's vomit. laughs> no,
1: don't don't ruin my favorite fucking <laughs> cartoon <laughs> no. show. I, I just know, want that.
2: I I want like a vectored image of that like just on a shirt <laughs> you know what I mean like uh, just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just me. Um,
0: what amazing. else? Yeah, at Pax, what games did I play? Um, we'll start off with the Bethesda games. I played Quake Champions, that actually ended up being my favorite game. There, there really wasn't a lot of big production games, um, but Quake was really fast paced. Think of like Doom times five. I was Quake. really I was really shocked. As a, what? That's like a base
2: it. game Quake is fast, regardless. Like ever since you go yeah. back,
0: yeah. But I'm just saying, like, cause it, you know, you think of comp, like competitive multiplayer, and you look at Doom, and it's like that's pretty fast. You you wonder if they're going to amp it up any faster than that, or would it be too much? It's like Quake really does fucking turn the dial to ten. It's
1: weird though, because I saw people commenting on a on one of the recent Quake trailers that this it, it looks slow. It doesn't look fast-paced, and well, here's people the thing. people yeah. just can't
0: be fucking satisfied. Uh, I should say that. Well, here's the thing: people were shitting on Doom before launch. I was one of them. I was like, "Eh," but um, like not from an OG standpoint, which I get from former Quake fans that they're yeah. probably not impressed with this, you know. But I like it because you know it's got the the multiple hero classes. It's really fast-paced for my taste, you know. Uh, yeah. So I, I liked it a lot. Um, I played some Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind Battlegrounds, um, that's the new multiplayer mode coming, that was pretty cool, compared to like the giant PvP battles you have, um, instead you just, it's more of like a team deathmatch sort of thing. Um, I played a game called Yonder, which is an exploration based game, it's very Zelda inspired, um, Mm -hmm. like no fighting though, so that was different. Um, what else did I play? Divinity Original Sin 2, that was fucking amazing. Um, that will probably be if it comes out this year, like one of my favorite games to come out because I love the first one so much. Um, they added two new classes thanks to their Kickstarter. Uh, one allows you to like f- um, like transform I think it's called polymorph and you can literally transform and like grow wings and fly to higher objects or um, you know like you can set up pillars that transform into different elements it- It's so different from anything else and it, it shows just how expansive this game's gotten. Um, So that one was awesome as well. And I played Raid World War II, kind of like Payday, except in World War II. So that was different. Um, Nothing, that wasn't too impressive, though. Earthfall, which is modern Left 4 Dead. Like, this is the best way to describe it, just modern Left 4 Dead.
2: Modern Left 4 Dead.
0: Yeah, uh, well, because there hasn't been a Left 4 Dead game in a while. Oh, okay. I'm saying it's like a modern take on that. Actually, the aliens that were attacking you, though, they remind me of... uh, Advanced Warfare, you know that shitty aliens zombies. I never mode. played Advanced Warfare. Lucky yeah. you, lucky you. It was so bad, and uh, I think it was Exo Zombies, maybe something like that. It, Exo it, Zombies uh, sounds amazing. What are they?
2: Twelve? Like... Yeah.
0: Or no, 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 no. I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Ghosts. Man, that one's awful too. <laughs> Both by Infinity oh. Ward. Um, but yeah, that one has like shitting
1: some... on Infinity Ward, Matty. They suck.
0: They suck. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm sorry, they suck. <laughs> Fuck. Um. At least in my opinion, they do. I know some people out there who do like Infinity Ward cods, and I get it, because I like Treyarch only, it seems. But, yeah, um, got off track. Those aliens from that mode remind me of the ones in Earthfall. But those are just the standout ones that come to mind. Um, yeah, but uh, do you guys – have you guys heard of any of the random ones I mentioned, like Earthfall? Or... Nope. Nope. I was actually going to
1: comment saying you're naming some random-ass names, Matty. You have no well, idea what the they thing. are. This,
0: this PAX was <laughs> – uh, it was really – not quiet. There was a lot more quality there, but it wasn't like <clears throat> a ton of big titles there like there have been. Where, you know, we've seen Overwatch. A lot more focus there focused on
1: indies and, and smaller to mid tier games. I was going to
2: say, yeah. PAX East 2 is at a time period where it's it, all the great games have already come out in the fall. That's true. You yeah. know what I mean? So if, if a big company is going to be saving, something's going to be saving it for E3. And now that E3 is open to the public, they may be more so saving it for, for that.
1: Or even their own events, you know, like PlayStation Experience or something. Or whatever (sighs) Nintendo does.
0: I never thought of it that way. But, yeah, I mean, the thing, though, it was hard to describe because last year I basically only played indie games. And Mm. then this year I did play, like, for example, Quake Champions um, Earthfall. They didn't feel like indie games. Um, So, like I said, there was a lot more quality there. I didn't know this. Did anyone else know that Quake Champions is uh, free to play? They did not. I did not I know did, that. Yeah. I, I thought they were going to be charging for that. Yeah, it's a free to play PC game. And I think And you, that, and you can charge for
1: different heroes, right? Or you pay for different heroes. Um, is, is that, that, that how it's working? I don't think so. No, no,
0: sorry. I I think there's like a the free They're version saying, and then a full version, right? Uh he didn't say anything like that to me cuz I was mm. talking to him and he said that the only thing you pay for is cosmetics, but I I haven't done research to verify. Mm, so nah just cosmetics <laughs> are you saying because uh, it's just cosmetics or are you saying because uh, i he might be wrong no i'm
1: saying eh, because i don't know how true that is Th- that's it all right are, would be uh, surprised that the uses... pr
0: guy left out the additional things i had to pay for <laughs> we really okay
1: so this this is the quote right uh well quake champions actually uses both a free-to-play and a buy-to-own business model uh at its core it's a free-to-play game with the option to buy the champion pack and just get in and play with all the champions so it's, it is like market, microtransactions, you can pay for different champions or heroes or whatever.
0: The issue will be, and I don't even, I'm not even say it Balance. could be, it will be that one of those heroes that is in that payment option. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> we'll going to bitch be, about it regardless. Yeah, it will be so yeah. good. And, and people will be yeah. like, it's pay to win technically.
2: Everyone's going to say that. Yeah. There's, no matter what. I, I hate to sound like a pessimist about it, but. Yeah, I'm it's inevitable.
0: something you come to expect, right? Yeah. It's a shame
1: but it looks all right how does it compare to doom multiplayer
0: i mean you're not ripping people's heads off but it's like that type of fast pace uh very pickup focus you know i'm sure someone out there who's an og is probably ripping their fucking hair out as i speak thinking like it's not like that um (laughs) i I only played the first doom and that was on the 360 arcade um God, so, you're such a
1: noob, Matty. Yeah, but I'm oh, just saying, yeah.
0: like, I have very modernized opinions on these games getting reborn, so Ooh, I think it offers of some value York? to people who are just hopping into that franchise. I don't know. Hmm.
2: You think you know about games?
0: <laughs> okay, <this> at you.
1: <laughs> you think you know?
2: <laughs> no, i was just kidding.
1: That's brilliant. Alright, well, okay, this is what I wanted to ask. Did you play any other Nintendo Switch games? Was other there, than, was there other anything than the two there? that are out,
0: no, they had a, Okay, shut uh, up, Noah. A... Shut up. <laughs> They're actually okay, uh, this... breaking their their sales goal for the first.
1: There's actually three. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, I I wanted to talk about this because right now uh, Noah, do you have a Switch? Do you have Breath of the Wild? Yeah, dude, I have a Switch. no I always right, jump up on the most recent <laughs> So Noah doesn't have a. He actually just bought an Xbox One, I think. So yeah. well, you know he's really got, staying up to
2: date. For Christmas, my mom got it for me.
1: Because I I wanted to say, I am really enjoying, obviously, my Switch, but I'm enjoying it because I'm enjoying Breath of the Wild. And I'm looking at the pipeline thinking, well, Mario Kart for me, I'm really going to get into. Ukulele. I'm definitely going to buy on the Switch. But what other games, like, and maybe they would have shown these at PAX, what other games are are coming and are they fun? Mario Kart probably would have been a big one. They were promoting
0: mostly first party there, because their booth was right next to Raid World War II that I was standing next to. And um they were doing giveaways. I wish I brought my switch like actually physical physically with me because they were giving out like hats and shirts for people who did bring it to the booth and said, like, hey, I have Fuck a switch. Dude, I would
2: not have brought that into patch." Yeah, but that's the thing, is like I was like, eh. I'm
1: in plays. Fucking give me a shirt. You know yeah. what
2: the thing is with the switches, I don't I, like I said I don't own one, so I can't say that all this is true, but I've seen a lot of the same issues over and over and over. And the main one being that people are scratching their screen when they put it in the dock, like in the just putting it in and then I guess it scratches. Again, I don't have one. I don't know how easy it is to scratch. That could just be fucking stupid, careless people. But
1: uh, so I I have been experiencing some scuffing. It's not well. I have a screen protector, right? So okay. I, at least I can see when you put the the switch into the dock in yeah. the bottom left hand and right hand corners, like with the back the black bezel or whatever you call it yeah. around the screen. There is some scuffing and there is some slight. Scratching that if you didn't have a screen protector that's probably going to be permanent and I don't know how deep it would have gone but yeah. my screen protector is somewhat self healing but I could easily see if you do it like they show in the ads yeah. boom boom in and out you'd probably scratch right. it and, 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 and I, I'm like I was always so like gentle a,
0: with a, it from the start though that's probably why I never oh, was and, like I literally go like yeah like that <laughs> and, and I'm, not to, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to up me.
2: Yeah, I'm not trying to shit on it or anything. There's a. I I don't know, Lone, if you saw it because you you like the Funhouse stuff. When they yeah. did the uh, they they edited the stream, they did and there's a part where Elise throws the controller at Adam by accident when they're playing one oh. two three switch and he just it hits him like right in the stomach. And I'm just like oh Jesus,
1: but it was fucking <laughs> like great. A liability yeah. waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly true. I was like oh Jesus. Well, well, didn't with the Wii U didn't they? Oh sorry, was it the Wii or the Wii U where they had the motion controls and really? they had to give out free jackets and then wrist straps for them didn't that probably happen the wii. i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gotta be the wii
2: because everyone yeah, killed that's... everything with the wii they just murdered people yeah,
0: there's there so many fail montages of people who go and like whoosh, and breaking a fucking just tv Rude tv it. Yeah. Yep.
1: yeah um but we sports was fun mind you. but anyways no i just wanted to ask the,
0: the issue yeah. with the nintendo switch is um it has a like arguably the best launch game you could ever ask for for your system but it's like looking Hell, in the yeah, long run. Yeah. It you know, you got it, it, it all banks on third party support. It really does. If they get that support, the system will get supported, no problem. Cause put it this way is that the way I look at it is these two million plus people have bought the Switch for Zelda. And That's
1: insane. Those yeah, are insane that, numbers.
0: That's pretty crazy, you know, that people are going to like to buy that system for Zelda. Um Yeah, you know, maybe that's someone out there bought is- it for Super Bellmar Man R. Could be it. Uh that game or- actually didn't look too bad, but yeah, you know yeah. Uh, oh. like arms, Splatoon. I know Splatoon 2 had a closed beta too, so like Arms they're... isn't out yet, is it? No. I mean I'm getting arms, bro. I'm excited for arms, I'm not gonna lie. Nah, no uh,
1: <laughs> nah. the thing I'm most excited for again, aside from my record is ukulele. I don't know ukulele is coming on other consoles, but to be able to play that on the go. Is. Okay, so ukulele how do you not know Does it have to do with ukulele's? Uh, no oh, yeah, <laughs> Did you ever play Banjo kazooie I know of it, but no. Okay, so essentially, this is a spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie. Okay. You just you don't care, do you? It's not you, special. Share my nostalgia. I do not but give a fuck. I don't, don't totally have nostalgia totally for
0: that game, but I do. I am looking forward to Ukulele. That's such a, a game. It's kind of refreshing though, because it's like it's a 3D platformer. You don't really see that all.
2: Do you much. know why those died out? Because they're a pain in the ass to play. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, i mean that's, no, no i mean there's a bit of there's a bit of truth to like the frustration of those games but they're old. they're old school you yeah, know i, I think yeah. it's more so that every yeah. game's an open world shooter rpg this that it's like it's nice just to slim it down a bit have a more oh, yeah you know the fat trimmed off experience yeah. um mm. well, you're so talking jump- about the evil within 2
1: mm-hmm. so there are some secrets or evidence pointing to a new evil within a sequel all right, so I've got a destructoid article. I'm going to read it pretty much verbatim. All right, uh, verbatim. a private Japanese job listing. Yes, verbatim. I'm a lawyer. Sorry, a private Japanese job listing for Psycho Break Two, the Evil Within series name in Japan. It's called Psycho Break Two in Japan. What
0: the fuck? That sounds you... sick. That sounds... Shut up, Jay. I knew you were going to say it. What? <laughs> what? That's oh, bro! So...
1: Psycho Break Two sounds awesome. It's it's such a champion, well, really, boy, because
0: it's concept. because it's Japanese. Just like I'd say, Biohazard <laughs> sounds cooler than fucking Matty, Resident I, Evil. I, I
1: didn't say anything. You're making these conclusions. So uh, it's... you screamed oh, after right.
0: saying "in Japan," I fucking <laughs> knew you'd like it. So I think I'm drawing a safe conclusion here.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, continuing. When did your? You, uh, go ahead. That's right. The, the listing is specifically for translation and quality assurance positions. Of course, this is a full-on rumor, as nothing has been confirmed by either publisher Bethesda or developer Tango Gameworks. So a new Psycho Break 2, eh, buddy? Psycho,
0: Psycho Break. <laughs> what were you saying, no? Now, I was going to say, when did
2: your body pillow come in, but... Fuck you. Okay. Fuck
0: you. <laughs> you know, I, I decided you know, oh, he was about to speak. You're like, there's a
2: reason I kicked you off, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs>
0: No, but, All right, let's be honest. Psycho Break 2 or The Evil Within? I, I go with The were... Evil Psycho Within. They're different it.
1: names for different purposes. Psycho Break 2 sounds like a, a new anime fighting Japanese game. shit! Yeah. No, does it doesn't. Yes, it does. It, it sounds like Blaze Blue. It sounds like Blaze Blue Wait, Calamity think... Edition, something. I think the real question we
2: need to ask is how much hentai can be made of both
0: <laughs> <games>. <laughs> They, they can't do that intentionally. Uh, like, oh, oh this I love that Matt huge. actually thought about it.
2: He's like, wait a minute. No, <laughs> it can't be intentional
0: they're it. like, oh, you know, Japanese audience will like <laughs> psycho break, but the American audience, evil with it, dude, deep edgy. Like,
1: no. Okay, but uh, enough making fun of Manny. though. I actually do like how, I looking at the differences culturally between Japan and Western countries, how they'll, they'll change names and they'll change how a character looks. Sometimes it's censorship, sometimes. But I just true. like looking at those cultural differences. It's, it's just weird how it's called Psycho Break 2. I mean, what's Psycho Break 1?
0: The first Evil Within? <laughs> so, so, <laughs> what kind of fucking question was that?
1: Yeah, but it's it, is that game called The Evil Within just in the Western within,
2: countries? This, trying, this isn't was... the first time this has been done, though. This has been done in, like, early NES years. They did stuff like this, where they, where they would come out with a, a sequel to a game... Of a game that was named completely different, but it's based off of the the base of that game.
1: A similar thing happened with name? Harry Potter. So Harry Potter in the states is called the Philo- the Sorcerer's Stone, yes, and, and everyone else called the of- Philosopher's Stone because yeah. apparently Americans wouldn't have understood that Philosopher's is tied to magic. Wow. That was their reason. Wow, point, actually, that's wow. a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
2: saying,
1: like, you know, I didn't here.
2: Well, like you guys call you guys call uh, the hood of your car the bonnet, not the. Oh, There's so many differences.
0: We yeah. call uh thongs. thongs, no, no. thongs. Oh, that's no. Yeah, you guys are
2: retarded.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what underwear is, but we just call underwear underwear, not a thong.
0: But so we've you know, got, we, yeah, thong, we got thong, over thong. this uh, before. Then we well, yeah, this is not a serious <laughs> well, they... argument. <laughs> yeah, then what the fuck do you call a thong? A thong? you said that, right? Yeah. What the fuck? That's so convoluted.
1: That's, oh, cool. what are, what that's about a lore-breaking that to the antallicies. Wait, hold really? on, a thong and g-string? Are those equivalent?
2: No, because a g-string is different as itself. Like, it's a g-string is just one piece of, like, fabric that goes up the anus. Or not anus, <laughs> but... <laughs> Correct, but whereas a thong like a thong will go out, so like picture the butt crack, and then it goes out like that. How you do know? you know this? Well, just think about it. There's a difference. There's a reason to call g string is called a g string and not
0: string. Yeah, g string sounds yeah. uncomfortable.
2: I'm sure. I i yeah, I'm sure it is. I, ca- I can't
1: confirm because I've never worn one, but clear browser history. <laughs> <laughs> clear
0: <laughs> history <yeah. laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Evil Within. So, um, I never played the original Evil Within, but it is a Bethesda made product, so we should talk about it. I know. I know it's. Is it good? Is it good? I don't know. There's I, a guy wearing a box. Uh, okay. really, yeah. so.
0: I was pretty surprised with it because um, I like that survival horror type game, and I thought it was pretty good. I mean, there's like this 1% to 2% minority anytime I mention how much I like this game. Like, there is that tiny percent. And like come out and be like, "Huh, you think it's good? You fucking idiot! What do you know?" It's like, dude. I, 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 I mean, I don't know. I, I liked it a lot because, like with those types of games, it's a certain type of mastery to as a developer to give me just enough to get by, not give me too much, not give me too little, but like just enough where they know like I might miss a couple of shots. How much extra should they give me? Uh, uh. Uh, it's just I love that about certain games because it's constantly intense. And you, I you are Google reminding me.
1: Well. You are reminding me about Resident Evil Seven. Like playing, oh, yeah. I, you've played that, right? So yeah, playing game was through, ridiculous. it's I, like I I'm always needing a fucking uh, handgun ammo and shotgun ammo. It's just you, they all, as Matty said, they give you just enough, but sometimes it's not enough, What's... and it feels like the enemies are bullet sponges that have no health bar, so you have no idea whether you're wasting your ammo or not. And yeah, it's... you issue, Jack. Oh <sighs> fuck, dude! Fuck me. I didn't. It I've never an played hour and a half Resident Evil, done. but
2: I've seen a full stream of the game, so from start to finish,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I know what happened. I haven't played it, but it's frustrating. There's like I won't give spoilers, but there's this one boss bit in the game, which is apparently is the hardest boss. It took me like almost two hours to finish it because I kept dying. No, it's one like three quarters of the way in. It's uh, like the it's like the eye oh. boss. I'll, I'll say the. End oh of the show. Okay. okay Oh man ah, oh, but in, in any event. It's a similar thing because you get to that part and you're like, oh, there's all this health here randomly all of a sudden yeah. and the health still you, isn't you know enough. You, still enough. They, you know they're gearing you up.
0: It's still not enough. You know they're gearing you up when you walk into that room and you see tons of animals like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, right. I'm, in, I'm in for something good now. <laughs>
1: I'm being misled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But maybe
0: they're just being nice. I
1: mean, who the yeah. fuck knows? <laughs> but but Evil Within is similar to that, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I'd say Resident Evil 7 does it a little bit better because they do a good job of, for example, when Jack Baker is chasing you, you know, he's so fast compared to you that uh. you'll be tempted to shoot at him a couple of times to slow him down on your first playthrough, I'm talking, and not just run. Yep. And um, yep. you'll waste some ammo that way. So the game is, is built structurally well so that It's not only through that first playthrough where you waste ammo, but it's that second playthrough where you can do a little bit more. Now that you have those extra bullets, you can relax a little bit. Um, That I think, you know, like like I've said when I reviewed it, it's it's so layered that game. I I fucking love it so much. Um, Where I'd say, yeah, definitely Resident Evil Seven's better, but Evil Within is definitely one of my more favorite survival horror games. I guess you could call it, even though it was
2: a short game, though, wasn't it? Well, didn't they get dinged for that?
0: Seven or Evil Within? Evil Within. Evil Within was uh, about 16-ish hours, so I thought it was pretty good. Resident Evil Seven, Resident Evil Seven was short for sure. Yeah, uh, especially true. if you know what you're you're doing, um, you can finish that game. I beat it in. F- I did a second playthrough. I beat it in five hours. You know, shit. Yeah. Damn son. Well, say if, I'm uh, saying, like, I knew the game like the back of my hand. I, I still kind of such a do. fucking speedrunner, dude. such a gamer, dude. Yeah, I was thinking about just quitting everything and speedrunning Stream it all, too, yeah. Wait, but I actually like stops.
1: watching speedrunning. Don't make fun of it. Speed
0: running it depends is, is on the game. Fun.
1: If it's Ocarina of Time, I will watch speedruns of that all day. I
2: like when people do speedruns where they just completely break the game.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing that's, that. That's oh, my favorite, because it's like,
2: Wow. Cool. Which Super one? Mario
0: 64, because speedruns. Uh, th- that's a good example of breaking the game because literally the guy goes to the corner, like a, a specific corner, he jumps into it and it drops him into like the next quest objective. And it was like all the running in between and he yeah. beat the entire game in, I, I want to say, like 32 minutes. It was crazy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They're already
1: <laughs> now with Breath of the Wild out for a couple of weeks. Like, Matty, how, how many hours have you put into Breath of
0: the Wild? I didn't even know how to check. <laughs> I've been trying to look. Okay. <laughs> I I- I've, I've been played like, a couple played days because like yeah. I've been playing Persona 4. Of course you have, Loser. but I, someone yeah, has I made already the mistake finished. Of it.
1: Someone has already finished that game under an hour. Like and other what?
0: yeah, I've what <laughs> 20
1: 20 hours into it, and I recently finished one of the first bosses.
0: Yeah, what? I got like, I got to be around there too. Yeah. I'm I'm on the second boss. That much I know. You know, one of the second yeah. divine Beasts, or, oh, beast or oh, oh, beast. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, fantastic game. All so right. now if, we can either wait, we can wait. Either what I was going to say with Evil Within two, just a last thought is if there's already rumors, we've talked about it for a while that it's probably going to be revealed. I'm, I'm guessing we're thinking like a Bethesda E3 2017 type thing.
1: I would probably, I would probably, probably. Okay, well, that. let's ask this question then. Because Bethesda usually has one marquee title at their E3s. What is going to be that title? Is it going to be Rage two, <laughs> or is it going to be Evil Within? Psycho Break two, Rage sorry. <clears throat>
0: Well, I've been predicting that Bethesda Game Studios is yeah. going to reveal something this year. Um, did I you said, predict
1: that
2: last year? No. In the year before? The year before? <laughs> the, the year, the year well, before they
0: that? They weren't like champions before. i was just you with that? you. <laughs> no, because I was genuinely thinking because the year the last time I made this prediction, that's why I'm kind of like pretty content with like the evidence I've piled. Is because last time I made this prediction was 2015. I was like 2015 is the year of Fallout 4. They were like ah, oh, what a been, year. You're just a fucking
2: Fallout fanboy, yeah. Bethesda fanboy. I'm just with you.
0: And, yeah, so that's why uh, I don't feel like going over it again. Um, yeah, I, I let's just, not because I've talked about it a bunch. <laughs> but yeah, I think 2017 is going to be something from Bethesda Game Studios, and I think that will be you know the, the flagship thing that they showcase. Because um, once again, you line it up. I don't view Evil Within two as like that big title. I'm sorry, I don't. I love the first Evil Within, but it's uh, It appeals to a specific audience because yeah. here's the thing with horror games is you can have one as good as Resident Evil 7. I'm not saying that's a definitive horror game, but that was well-reviewed. Uh, you know, Everyone and their mother was talking about how good it was, and it sold pretty bad uh, to, compared to Capcom's expectations. And I think part of that's because yeah. with these horror games, people group up to play them. People just watch them because they don't want to play it because they might be afraid or they might just be, eh, I don't know about it. There's a lot of uncertainty with horror games where I think it pushes away consumers where I don't see a, especially in a Bethesda conference, a survival horror being, you know, this is our yeah. big thing we're showing this year. It, it could work, it you know, because it could look absolutely amazing. It just doesn't seem like that fit, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, like,
1: it, it, for Resident Evil 7, for me, it wasn't even just the fact that or that it is scary and there's a bunch of jump scares. It's more the, the frustrating gameplay, I, and this is intentional mind you, mm-hmm. of always feeling like you're out of ammo, always feeling like you don't have any health, trying to figure out the next fucking puzzle while there are enemies lurking around. It's just that kind of annoyingly frustrating gameplay that when you beat, it's fucking satisfying as yeah. hell, but it's still off-putting to some some people when they see those it's reviews. It's like
0: a Souls game, in a way. You know, in a, a very different kind of, of yeah. Way. Kind it's of. like, you know, that hard, hard, oh, that was so satisfying, I gotta keep going, type of uh, gameplay yeah. that makes you feel invincible yeah. at the end.
1: Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Alright, well, let's talk about... What do you want to talk about, Noah? Ghost Recon,
0: right? Oh, yeah. Ghost Recon, go- Wait, says. Ghost Recon? <laughs> Ghost Recon? Rainbow or y- Six?
1: Like, sorry. The, the Rainbow Six, go- I always get them confused. Talk about Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six
2: Siege, so I picked that up recently. Um, it was on sale for about 25 bucks on the Xbox. I think it still is. Um, and if you have 25 bucks to spare, I picked this fucking game up. I agree. Um, okay. I did not realize... Well, I knew there was still a player base for this game. I did not realize it was this big. Um, the game is huge, you know, and there's, there's free DLC for it. Now there's, there's some paid DLC, a lot of it's cosmetic stuff. Um, but there's free DLC, you know, it's just a good game. I don't know. I just enjoy it. There's going to be people like, this is OP and this is OP, you know, whatever. I don't give a (laughs) fuck. The game itself is really good. Another thing that I've been playing a lot of is, uh, Hitman. Oh. I picked up, I picked up the, uh. That's the uh,
1: episodic one, right?
2: Yes. This has all the episodes on it. I play, I have it on PC as well. Um, but the ones I didn't have was the one that took place in Japan, and the one that took place in Colorado. So I played through this uh, completely, and oh my God, it's it's <laughs> ugh, it's so good. I I think. <coughs> Sorry, my I my, go my voice is a little. Um, but it's uh, it's just hit, Hitman's fun. Uh, Rainbow Six, though. Again, getting back to that, if you have friends that you know you play Call of Duty with, or you play Battlefield with, and you you have a good amount of friends play Rainbow Six cuz
1: you are all going to have a fucking blast. You know, it's but, just Wasn't this the game that people were knocking initially because it didn't have like a fully fledged single player campaign yes. and then they're like, "Oh my god, this multiplayer is fucking amazing."
2: Basically, no one paid attention to that game for the first like probably like 6 or 7 months it was out. <laughs> That's insane. And then and then they did some stuff to it, they tweaked some stuff and it just kind of real quick went up. Yeah. You know, And they're still doing stuff. They recently did an update to uh, some of the people who play this game, you'll know what I'm talking about, but to the Glass class, which is the Sniper class, they added a thermal scope to it, and they just added this in an update. You know, I mean, they do, they're, they're still adding stuff to the game, they're adding maps are free, you know, maps take place in the day and the night, you know, it's basically Search and Destroy or Counter-Strike if you, you know... If you're a player, yeah. those you know those game types and stuff. So it's a fun game, though. Even by myself, I play it by myself, and it's you know I still have genuinely a lot of fun. So you know, pick yeah. it up.
0: I, I like that game a lot. I played yeah. it. <clears throat> Funny enough, I was actually I started playing it. Oh, I want to say around December. Yeah, because that, that was right after Fallout Four. I wanted to play something differently, so I started playing December. I fucking played that game so much. I played it for a good solid. Uh, five months, like I just you know, almost—it uh, was like before Overwatch. That was the the shooter yeah. I consistently played all the time, yeah. um, and I didn't stop playing because it was bad. I told Noah I, I stopped playing it more so because um, since I was an early adopter, I was waiting on DLC, and they took they took a really long time, and they still yeah. it did take a while to launch it. And um, I got back into it after the first DLC they launched with um, Blackbeard and yes. uh, Valkyrie, I think her name. Yep. no. I'm not sure, but... Um, I think it was Valkyrie. Yeah, and it came with the Frozen ship map, and I was like, all right, I'm back into it. I, You know, I got on the grind again, and uh, it was after the Favela-type DLC. That's when I stopped, just because that was the first map in that game that I was really like, I don't like this one. Um, I just didn't like how it was designed, but regardless, it, it was just at the time I was playing Overwatch, and I was just transitioning to a new shooter, but getting off track is that I completely agree, dude. That game is fucking good. It, it's, it is... It's amazing its player base increased so much because it was, like, dead on launch. And they just – here's the thing is that I remember seeing a a chart of just the rising amount of users getting invested in it. And it it wasn't like they did anything special. It was just around the time the first DLC was launching, they were like, yeah, it's going to be free. And everyone was like, I want to get into that. And they did. And, you know, people started to realize how good it was and and just word of mouth spread. And I I think it did that game a lot of service. Have you been able to see how many people are online Is um like i can't a see a
2: number, but let's put it this way there's been times where i'm not knocking the servers it's more so the amount of people the times where it does take a little while to get in on the servers and mm. stuff i'm not really knocking the servers again it's it's player base it's the amount of people that are logging in again it's on sale right now on Xbox, so there are a lot of new people coming in you know so that's going to cause some traffic uh, you know issues but mm. It's it is a solid game if for twenty five bucks right now on Xbox. You know, I think I think it's still going on. I haven't played in two days and I'm I'm itching to play. Yeah. You know,
1: but, but isn't, uh, it, isn't it amazing? Like there was once a time in the games industry where, like with a multiplayer game, it'll have that initial surge of players at the at the launch of the game, and then it will just continuously tail off. It'll always decrease. But nowadays, we're seeing with this the, game the Rainbow Siege, we're seeing yeah. with the Division a little bit as well that. There are sometimes just resurgences in player yeah. bases that you can't explain, but we would never used to have that before. We would always have games tail off in that regard, but now Rainbow Six Siege, like whenever it was released in 2015, yeah. is now more popular than Two ever. years
2: later, yeah, and and I keep looking over at my Xbox. I I have it on. I don't know why, but um, <laughs> the, the nice thing too is a lot of times what you'll run into, like Counter-Strike is a perfect example for this. The player base is on PC, but the nice yeah. thing about uh, Rainbow Six is there's a really good player base across all the systems. You know, PC, yeah. PS4, Xbox, there's a good one. You know what I mean? You're not going to be... It, it's it's not dead. You know, and it's it's something refreshing. You know, if you play a lot of Call of Duty, if you play a lot of Battlefield, try this out because it's new. It's refreshing. You know, it, it plays similarly. I'd say it plays... Similarly to, uh, it really is a mixture of both of them, Battlefield and Call of Duty. You know, again, I'm talking about Search and Destroy type game modes. Little Counter
0: Strike in there though, that like one and done.
2: Little Counter Strike, yeah. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different classes to play. It's a it's a currency based system in the game to unlock new classes, and and you really do get that itch of like, I want to get this class. I want to try. I want to try this out. You know, and it's like every class is used. You don't see one of like the same class. You know, it's Mm. like you come in one, you see a complete 5v5 five five team. Balance. Exactly. And it's like, it, it's really genuinely cool. And again, if you have friends, you're going to love this game if they have it as well. Yeah. Well, well let's know. put
1: some numbers around it. I actually found the Steam chart for the player base of this game, apparently anyways, on PC. Mm. So, when the game was released in December 2015, it had about almost 8,000 people playing online. And that was about stable until around July of 2016, then it started to ramp up. It now has 26... Well, twenty seven thousand people on average wow. a month playing. That's a good number. I mean, number. that's
2: that a was, huge jump. That's the that's the especially because uh, MW two.
0: That's pretty shit. <laughs> the, yeah. the
2: the MW two days when when that was you know was Modern Warfare two when, when that's all that no that was about in the twenties. Really, I think it was. I think it was. It was around there.
0: I'm not entirely sure. I mean, but, yeah it, it's amazing to see how much that game's prospered after the launch and it, it shows that um how much gaming in general has changed where you can launch not launch a game in a bad state because i i like i said i played it at launch i like this game at launch um i remember when i made my review on i was like you know that was the first game for me i was like online only is done right you know this is the, yes, this was the first time yeah. i was like this this is a game i can really get behind where it only did multiplayer because it did it yeah. right um but it's amazing how you can launch a game, and as it evolves, um, it grows rather than, yeah. like what yeah. i saying, it's like, you know, you have that surge in the beginning, uh, like For Honor, uh, funny enough, in the Ubisoft game big player base in the beginning and it cut in half in two weeks
2: oh really i almost picked that up
1: too i i can't really close to picking I mean, that up still a great I, game. i'm enjoying I'm the single player
0: <clears throat> i like, like it
1: single player is fun as, as shit dude like it actually has a narrative to push it forward which is it, i think it, I, a lot of I don't people
0: possibly picked it up and were like i yeah suck at this um i'll admit i was one in the beginning i was like eh, i'm kind of questionable on the balance um but yeah, I think yeah. once you start playing as those heroes that are kicking your ass and switching between them, it, it becomes a lot more of a different experience. But also, well, you got to play the right mode. You're playing and anything that's, above 2v2. Bye.
2: And that's kind of how Rainbow Six feels, you know. I mean, there will be times I've raged at it, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, But there will be times where I'll be, you know, I'll be clenched up right against the objective, you know, like I'll be defending and just kind of looking around. And a guy will notice me through a bullet hole in the wall oh, and just I shoot know the, the fuck out of me through a bullet hole. But it's like, it's like, that doesn't that makes me mad, but at the same token I'm like, I should pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm on attacking, pay attention to bullet holes in the wall, you know what I mean? And yeah. like keep my eye out. So it's, it's a very interesting
1: development in the way you play. And that's what one of the reasons yeah. I really like it. You know. But, Alrighty, so are we are we gonna finally address the somewhat elephant in a room. People wanted us to talk about this. <laughs> Mass Effect, Andromeda. Yeah, let's have an extended animation. discussion. The way we
2: do the the wait, well, this is what the faces look like in my opinion. <laughs>
0: Don't make fun. So, is anyone here played no Okay, so I'm the only one who has. All right, but I I want to hear hear your thoughts first. I want to hear your thoughts first.
1: Well, my thoughts is that from what I've seen, there the animations aren't that great. But I've seen the same three shots over and over and over, and I'm wondering: is it just a few instances where it's like this, or is it a general issue? 'Cause no. I'm not saying different shots. I'm saying this the the same main character with the same goofy smile, the one where they have like white paint yeah. on the face or whatever it is. And that's all I've seen and people are saying, Oh, the animation sucks. But you can't give three examples and say it sucks. And and I don't know, but that's why I'm asking the question. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say real quick, uh, a really funny video to
2: watch about Mass Effect Andromeda. Watch the Achievement Hunters Let's Watch of it. Yeah. and uh, you'll see some other stuff that you can you can do and, and some of the stuff yeah, it's funny. Just trust me. But, anyways, go ahead, Matt.
0: Oh, I, I wanted to hear your thoughts in general on it.
2: Oh, well, I mean, I think people so are going are a saying? little hard on the uh, the uh, animation stuff, because um, it doesn't—it's not going to affect the game that badly. Mm-hmm. But I do agree that the faces look fucking crazy, <laughs> and yeah. and like it, it's um one of the things that makes me curious is the exploration factor of the game. Because I saw them, it seemed like they were really heavy on wanting to push that, and uh, I thought it was good in some of the other Mass Effects, So I'm curious as to see what's, you know, what's good about it now. You know, yeah. also the multiplayer looks fun again. I'm not gonna oh. lie.
0: So you know, I remember
2: you and I did that a lot. But yeah. anyway, go ahead.
0: Uh, focusing on the facial animations, um, I have, I think I have an interesting perspective because here's the thing: is I think, oh, I think we'd be hypocrites if we were like bitching the fuck out about. Uh, I think any Bethesda fan in general would be a a hypocrite in a way. (laughs) Because, I mean, come on. you know We do see some fucking ridiculous bugs, but we still play those games. Um, I think it would be a little one-sided. We get
1: by it. We don't let it affect our experience. I guess that's what Noah was saying.
0: Exactly. And um, the same thing applies to Mass Effect. I've played 10 hours of it. Um, But here's the thing, is that the reason this is a little bit above that um, in the terms of issues, and I don't mean to draw a comparison, is just because... It presents itself constantly. In Bioware games, you're, you're okay. conversing constantly. So you're seeing these animations a lot. And, you're, and you constantly get that, like you said, the elephant in the room where you're like, alright, I'm focusing on what you're saying, but my god, your fucking face, bro. Like, let me fix that for you. And uh, it's
1: different characters. It's not just like one or two.
0: It's... That's the thing, is that uh, it definitely, absolutely overblown. Absolutely. You can tell most people were like, fuck this game, dude, didn't play it. they they didn't play the the trial they watched the video online and i get it because i was one of the people who while i was editing mass effect videos before launch um i was doing some research i was seeing these animation videos i'm like oh god like that doesn't look good um but that's kind of the point of the video that these people are making is to make it look bad to really get the point across um yeah but here's the thing is that no matter it's fake media (laughs) no matter what No matter well, what, though, I, I truly believe... I don't care if uh, Addison, that's the, the girl with the short hair that says my face is tired. giant
2: fucking vagina look young.
0: <laughs> she, uh... <laughs> you gotta make everything fucking M-rated, I swear. But, uh, <laughs> oh, What's it called? Uh, she... I don't care if she's a side character. There is no excuse that a character like that from 2017 should have worse facial animations than... Ashley, I don't care if she's the main character, from 2007 in Mass Effect 1. I'm sorry. So I, I saw it's, that exact same comparison. Yeah, um, and, and that's the one that sticks out a lot. But here's the thing. It's one instance. I have not seen one as bad as that right there. That was definitely, Addison's was definitively the worst. I don't know if it's because of the meme. I really don't. Uh, if that's just why it stuck at the meme, where I was like, oh, God, watching it really happen in real time is something else. But, um, yeah, it, it's just that they're, they're either stiff uh, but the lip sync lip sync is good. It's just that the everything above the lips is just not natural. Like static. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: They'll just talk to you kind of like this. It's like, hi, how are you today? The weather is nice. It's like so
1: it's kind of like full at three animation. Yeah. What's your favorite <laughs> yeah, store on the exactly yeah. on the citadel? No, like,
0: uh, you'll see some <laughs> hand motions, but for the most part, it'll kind of zoom in on their face and and just that slight like as they're talking, you know, their head goes up and uh, you know they look around left and right and. But uh, no eyebrow movements. But here's the thing that I think people are quick to forget is um, there was a lot of facial animation memes for Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. There were. There, <laughs> there were, were a lot. You know, there's one of the Shepard with his fucking eyebrows, like, up like this, and uh, his eyes are like, <laughs> headless, His we'll eyes like, okay. out of his head. So... It seems to be a bit of a staple, not excusing it, but I'm saying that I'm not ridiculously surprised. This time they did
2: it on purpose. Yeah, it's like this
0: time it was intentional, and that's why it's okay. No, it, it's definitely not okay. It's definitely something that should be fixed because there were times in conversation I I kind of became distracted because you're into what they're saying, but it's hard to focus because they're just yeah. not acting human. What they're saying is human, or technically, they're acting. not. But yeah. yeah, but they aren't. And I'm, here's the issue, I think, though. Is that I think they're using the same facial animation for when the aliens talk, for when the humans talk? Because when the aliens talk, looks natural. Really, it does. It, it doesn't. I don't look at it and go like, oh, that's weird. See, that, that doesn't movie. look
2: like yeah. a real alien. Yeah, but
0: Fuck. I think I think it's because of the lack of familiarity and <laughs> like how. Oh, they could move awkwardly. Uh, it just yeah. it looks a lot better. And I wonder if that same animation was just slapped onto humans because when they talk, that's when it looks weird. But when I'm talking to a Turian, talking to a Krogan, whatever, uh, Salarian. Really, never been had a not even really never just never in general that I have an issue, so that's yeah. why I started to wonder if it might just be a um, you know, they didn't have a specific I don't know really how well game dev works in this regard, but well, maybe they can have specific animations for the humans when they talk. And... It,
2: it may be the same like skeleton rig. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they made one that works just with both for like optimization reasons. Yeah. Maybe. I, I'm not you I know.
0: mean, because there's a lot of talking in the game and that and and voice takes up a lot of file size, but there is a lot. And it's not just main stuff. I mean it's there's a lot of side conversations where you can go through like solid twenty minutes just talking to one fucking person, just going through all these conversation trees. And um I think that says a lot. I think that's a, a very good thing about the game because usually you only have those types of conversations In, for example, I was talking about earlier, Divinity: Original Sin, like that type of game where it's you know a a lot of text. There's a lot less voice, Mm -hmm. Um, so you know you take what you can get with this type of experience. um, But for the facial animations, I got to say they're bad, but a little bit overblown.
2: Yeah, it's not. Yeah, and it's not going to hurt the gameplay. You know what I mean? Like,
1: you know, know I think this is somewhat coming from it's people because when when games like Witcher Three come out that absolutely excel in every regard, especially graphics, and it's still a big game. It's not like... They're going to
0: compare. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It, 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 but they, they compare, and some people say, well, those comparisons aren't fair, but to an extent, they are. I mean, ga- a game's a they game, and it's, it's not like you're comparing a fighting game to uh, a racing game, right? It's not that much of a jump. But now, it's like, well... Witcher was able to do this and I've seen people compare Witcher and facial animations to this and obviously there's a difference there. And well, I, I think it's because games doing
2: like two, you
1: know. No, you're right. But I think it's because people you know play games like Witcher and, you know, equivalents and saying, Well, now in my the rest of the games that I play need to be held to the exact same standard as that game. Which in effect is a good thing because <laughs> it pushes better game development. I agree. But I, I think that's what's it can go
2: far. It can yeah, go yeah. a little far. I, I think see, this is—if I'm totally honest—I think this is one of the times where it's gone a little far.
0: Yeah, because yeah. here's the thing: is now they're dragging other games into the dirt with it, which I think is a little silly. Like people are like, "Well, look at Horizon Zero Dawn. That has trash facial animations," but no one said it. It's like, yeah. I, I mean, I think the difference is that with Horizon Zero Dawn, when it launched, I mean, it was overwhelmingly good impressions and reviews across the yeah. board, and it's now officially PlayStation Four's best new IP launch. Which, congrats to them. Uh, it's That's a fantastic cool. game, but point being is that there was so much overwhelming praise, there was so much we knew was good about this game. The issue in Mass Effect Andromeda is that we, we've heard some good things with the impressions, but as time has gone on, more and more, we've heard, like, yeah, it's kind of a mixed bag, like, it's flawed, but there's some good things where there's not that overwhelming praise to just shadow out maybe some right. bad facial well, animations. And this is
2: just the honeymoon phase. I'm waiting for this to happen with Zelda and the Switch. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't mean to shit on the game. I know it got a 10 out of 10. I know it's a great game, yeah. but it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and it's just all about waiting. You know what I'm not saying? I want to hear what's worse or like what's the worst about the games. like, it's not that. If I'm totally honest, I'm tired of fucking hearing that Zelda's an amazing game. I get it. It's a good <laughs> game. I'm sure it is. Yes, you can get struck by fucking lightning. I'm, you can catch but the lightning. I don't part. care. You can, surf, I hated that you can part. surf on a shield down the you side can, of the that, that is kind of cool. But, like, <laughs> I get it. There's Turns a lot in SSS the game, and, and that's like... awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you can play skate in the game no I, I it's a cool be amazing. but if I see someone tweet it one more fucking time I'm going to rip my hair out
0: you, you should have followed
1: me on twitter then <laughs> twitter I see. that all the time I see. I see you
0: alone. I, my issue is that or not really issue it's more so that Zelda I like because I'm like oh wow I actually I actually fucking like a Zelda game you know it's, it's that's such awesome. a few and far like, between thing because uh, there was no honeymoon entering it like I bought the Switch just for the the job like I really wasn't hyped for that and Zelda. The job. I, the, job. Yeah, the job. Yeah. But, uh, Dang, you know, you Zelda. Like, truth no, be told, saying. and I know will, you'll get upset for this, but Zelda, I could give fuck all about before launch. I didn't fucking care. I didn't watch a single trailer. Just, just that initial gameplay reveal from Jeff Keighley back at the Game Awards, like, how many fucking years ago? <laughs> like, I've barely oh, seen shit. Serious? Yeah, I've barely seen shit. I just, like, I was like, all right, Zelda is a launch game I want, and I bought the system. Let's do this, and, uh, I'm impressed, but uh, getting off track here. Facial yes. animations. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, right, Zelda's
1: facial animations. Yeah, yeah, Zelda's
0: facial animations. <laughs> but no, he, no, but doesn't... Zelda
1: doesn't have good facial animations at all! And, and we people cut corners because it it's fucking experience. Zelda and everyone loves Nintendo
2: and, you know... Yeah, mm. I think I
0: think the issue is that um, I think this stems in a way you could say from the, the climate that has surrounded Zelda of what is a 10 out of 10 now, because people think when a 10 out of 10 comes out, you know, this is a game for everybody. Anyone can enjoy it. I think no. it's... That's in not the true at all. Oh. Like, every flaw in the game is fucking gone. You know, it's that perfect video game if you're giving it a 10. And I can get why. You're, you're giving it the maximum score possible. Uh, but what I think people don't realize is that every video game, even the best ones, they, they have a flaw. Um, I made a, video, I made a
1: video saying that exactly... You, like, you look at any video game and the moment there is a frame drop, the moment there is the tiniest glitch, technically, if we're if we're doing this on a mathematical mathematical basis, technically that's not perfect. Technically, it's not 100%. Yeah. When you do a math test and you get one answer wrong, you don't get 10 out of 10 because oh yeah, overall when you consider Maybe it as you complex, don't that no. one mistake wasn't that bad. But we we should like this is why I don't like review scores. I don't think we should be you know reviewing games and giving our opinions on them in such a Scientific mathematical way because it's not right and it's subjective. People, yeah. some people can say Zelda's 10 out of 10. I wouldn't agree, you know, because there's a lot of grind in that game. And some people say, well, you don't need to do the grind, but of course you do. To, to you get heart pieces to, yeah. to be able to fight Ganon, you need to be able to find a bunch of shrines. And to that extent, it is a little bit grindy, but for other people playing it, they might think, well, that's not enough to take away from the total experience. Well, and even tying that back to fa- facial animations, well, if some people think that their facial animations isn't enough to take away from their total experience, then what the fuck can you say about the score that they give that game? Like, yeah. it's their opinion.
0: That's the thing, is that reviews, people don't realize, <clears throat> is that, and I say this even about my own reviews, I've, I've said it constantly to people, I'm like, reviews are a glorified opinion, that is all. Yes you know that's exactly what they are is all yeah. they are and here's the other thing is that people need to study your review scales more in the sense that uh uh the only review scale that because i used to watch them all the time ign their reviews i know for a fact that a 10 is considered a masterpiece they didn't say perfect yes. they didn't say flawless they're saying it's a masterpiece and i could apply to a I genre agree. specifically where you could say like yes this is a masterpiece in an action adventure genre this is what i like to see from this type of genre and this is why it's the best of sp- said that's a really genre. good point um yeah. and i think that's important too um, yeah, the, the issue is that it comes down to that expectation of perfection, the confusion around tens, and now you got a game yeah. that uh, has facial animation issues and it's like, how much does that detract from experience? And that's why um, there was this trend where people were doing away with review scores more and more, but then people stopped. And uh, I, I don't know why, because especially it especially encourages a lot of viewers to not watch the review. How many IGN or GameStop reviews have you guys clicked on where the top rated comment is like, eight, you don't need to watch anymore. And, and that's it. Oh, yeah, know, no, more... yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's kind of fucked. It's like, don't you want to know why I got that eight or why I got that four? Why I got like that? 10? Spoiling
1: ten? it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, like to an extent, I I I do think that review scores do serve some sort of a purpose. Like for example, if you're someone that d- might not have much time and you just want to get the quickest look. an an opinion and critical review of a game, then I think in that instance, a review score can tell you very roughly what most people think of the game, right? I mean, you you look at a game that's reviewed 5 out of 10, you can pretty much quickly tell that it's a very, very average game. If you look at a game that's reviewed 8 out of 10, you can say, oh yeah, it's a a good game, but some people don't agree. Right, but obviously, there's there's no way you're you're gonna be able to get the true impression of a game unless you actually read what the fucking reviewer is saying because right. you can't it, boil yeah. down a, a two to ten page review down to one score. It's stupid.
2: Yeah. Well, and you know what you're you're talking about right now is I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sidetrack a little bit, but it, it relates to the review stuff. Uh, mm. I, I saw Beauty and the Beast last night with my girlfriend. She wanted to go and see it, so we went and saw it, and uh, the. <laughs> and the uh the the reviews the reviews for the movie were like a six out of ten, or Ron Tomatoes is like a sixty-six. The movie was great. And if I had to rate, I'd probably give it an eight. You know, the parts yeah. I didn't like was like the first ten minutes of the movie and the last ten minutes of the movie. That's the genuinely the parts I didn't rate. Everything else, it was fun. It was a nice movie yeah. to watch, you know? And and
1: uh, you know it's it's going right back to what you're saying that it's so subjective. Yeah. you know and, and you know what that's down to with movies somewhat because most people most movie cr- critics review the game My based assholes. on five stars right so it's like four stars out of five or four and a half out of five and there's usually no in between so when a ge- when a movie is like four out of five so that's 8 out of 10 80% but the cool. moment you drop by half a star or or another star. That percentage drop is huge. So then when yes. you look at Rotten Tomatoes, you're like, well, this game was 3.5 stars and this was four star- oh, sorry, this movie was four stars, but look at the percentage drop. Well, of course it's cuz it's a that's the scale. And I kind of wish that sometimes that not that metacritic didn't exist, but they actually represented different ways and, and showed yeah. score reviews in a different manner. As opposed to saying, here's a hundred point percentage scale, even though some, like, I think Game Informer do, do a, you know, out of five stars. And you can't just convert no, that to a hundred percent and say, well, that's 10,
0: it. But it's, it's by, like, 0.25s, so I've noticed.
1: But so. IGN does it, like, 0.1s in between. Yeah, yeah. Which is Dumb.
0: <laughs> and and you well, can't
1: conflate all of those together and say, well, here's the percentage score out of a hundred because people aren't reviewing those scores based on a hundred percent. They're doing it again, for, you know, a, a scale of zero to five or zero to ten, and sometimes they have increments of point one and point five and point two five. It's not consistent.
0: Here's the thing, though, is that uh, and this can wrap to the Mass Effect facial animation thing. Is that you know I'm sure someone out there will give it like a fucking nine or something close to it, um, and their yeah. question will be like uh why didn't the facial animations take more points off we'll of say because uh i i think that can detract from a lot of gamers who want to get really sucked in that experience um i could definitely see that being an issue and so i think it also boils down to just the reviewer in general what do they value in a game did they say wow those yeah. those role-playing decisions you know that combat uh that world that was so much better that i didn't really care or You know, someone else steps in for that same reviewer of that same site. Holy shit, this is a terrible animation system. Uh, I can't Mm -hmm. stand this at all. You know, but the RPG mechanics, they're good. You know, I like the story, but man, I could not focus with those animations. Seven. So it's like, you can have the same site, two different reviewers, two different scores. Once again, living back to the fact that this is all its glorified opinion. And that's why I I always say, I'm not saying this for myself. I I, I recommend watching a ton of reviewers. Um, But that's why you should watch individual YouTuber reviewers because then you get to know them then you get to know their taste and then you can narrow down more the type of reviewer they are you know for me i think it'd be safe to say like this guy likes open world games for sure so Mm. you'll see me probably praise them a lot more um you know i don't know what i compare it to but you know i think every reviewer has got a little bit of bias in some way form or fashion but i don't think that means dishonesty that's the thing that people it doesn't mean dishonesty doesn't mean that they're lying to you to like fortify an agenda It's that they're just saying, you know what, this is the type of game I prefer. So, yeah, I'll probably praise an open world game or an exploration game a little bit more, which I don't think is a bad thing. But, um, you know, it's just a preference. It's like to to remove – to say no reviewer has bias, to say no reviewer has a preference. uh, It's dumb. I was very wrong. Not every every reviewer steps in as a blank slate. They try their best to, but there's going to be certain things that you go like, man, I love this in my video games. And and that's okay because everyone's got that.
1: Yeah, And I I hate – Opinions that come out when they say, oh, uh, this isn't an objective review, you need to be objective in what you're saying. I mean, how the fuck can you make an opinion of a game fully objective? It, it doesn't work like that, right? And as Maddie was touching on, I believe that not only the fact that when you have certain uh, YouTubers and reviewers that their opinions and thoughts in a game tend to align with yours it's probably good that you keep watching them because if they say I like this game the chances are you're going to like it as well and you're not going to get upset, but every now and again it's I think it's good and it's healthy to look at different reviewers that have a completely different mindset, maybe they're a bit more casual maybe they have a bit more of a graphical mind to you just to temper your thoughts and to at least judge what you yeah. think against someone else because it might actually change your opinion in a, in a positive way
0: Here's the thing though, yeah. is that you, why. Watching you're not gonna find please if you're watching this right now, know that you are not gonna find anyone, any creator, who has that completely every, agrees that, with you yeah, completely shares your exact thoughts. And do not align yourself with them for the sake of them just having the same thoughts as you. What you should mm. value is how they present those thoughts, how they critique the game, that type of stuff, how they analyze it to give you the information you need. Because if you're liking them just because they line up with your thoughts um then one you're not challenging yourself to, to think critically mm-hmm. when when challenged upon um but also on top of that it's just it's very important that um it how do i word it it because it just fuck i don't know how to word this this when you start it's almost like surrounding yourself with a bunch of yes men you know you're not gonna get that it's that an answer. echo chamber yeah exactly you're not gonna get yourself exactly what you need to to know um you're only surrounding yourself with people who you know are going to say what you want to hear so it's yeah, sometimes exactly. good to face reality in that type of way.
1: Mm. Yeah. But All right. Let's Guys, move on. This is, th- can we just like sit and and reminisce for a second? This is uh, about, yeah. Let's podcast. talk about let's
2: talk about you know what. Let's uh let's talk. That's about what I bit, to move on to. the fact that this is a hundredth podcast, and even though I'm not on as a consistent host anymore, you know i I, I do have to say that it it, it was it, it has been a lot of fun to be on as a as a normal ho- uh, host and there are probably going to be a lot of people and i know there have been a lot of people that have gotten really upset with the fact that uh you know i'm no longer on and and oh, uh, i know the podcast you guys did saying i was off got a lot of hate and uh and stuff like that but you know it is what it is it's uh you guys have a good new host you know he's a solid guy um i'll stab him if i ever meet him no, i just <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, he's a cool dude. He, he seems to know his stuff, so, you know. <laughs>
1: Fucking Christ. I mean, I, I've just gone back to the very first podcast. It was uploaded on the 15th of February, 2015. So, obviously, we haven't done it every week consistently. There's been weeks like Christmas and stuff where we've, we've skipped podcasts. But yeah. we've been doing this now for a little over two years. And it's... You know, to to reach a milestone like this is is pretty good, and and we've gone through some changes, and again, we've we've addressed those in the past. But, um, I've, I I just wanted to say that I I've been enjoying doing the podcast for so long. I I kind of wanted to have this reminiscing section, you yeah, know, absolutely. um, because it, it's been awesome. It's been a blast.
2: Let's let's talk about real quick. I want to talk about uh favorite moments. Now it could be favorite guest we had on, a favorite question. I want to go first real quick, just cause I have, I have two and I don't want to forget them, mm-hmm. but uh. My favorite guest, we've had so many fantastic guests. And if you're watching this and you've been a guest, you're awesome. I, you know, and, and you know, it was awesome meeting you and talking to you. But I have to say, I always go back to this. Brian T. Delaney had to have been yeah. one of my favorite, favorite guests on because it was just so much fun having him on. Um, you know, and, and, and he doesn't have a Twitter anymore. It's a little hard to get a hold of him, but it, it, he was an awesome dude. And my favorite moment. Um, that I can think of. This is the only one that comes to mind. But it was the it was the podcast where we talked about how we lost our V cards.
0: Oh my god, that was
2: like one of and, the best uh, episodes. It was, and people made so many photoshops of me near Panera. I'm not gonna go through the story. You can go back and look it up. But I just remember I remember doing that one. And uh, yeah, that was a that was a I'm wild
1: trying, one. But. Uh, yeah, but I gotta agree. That, like the podcast with Brian, just a blast. The second one in particular, it's like we were a bunch of old friends getting back together and having a beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, guys, I missed you. What's been going on? What have you been yeah. doing? And he was so positive. He's and a energetic. character. He really is. And and it was funny because like we contributed to his Twitter, and then he just he got rid yeah, of it he because was like did. this is too much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just um, I, I remember while we we're talking about Brian joining the podcast um i remember how it happened where i just tweeted out i was like you guys want the male protagonist on because we're gonna try to go for him just to get their attention and brian yeah. reached out to me and was like dude i want to come on and we were his first ever Best. podcast interview and we were expecting like you know we were prepping questions like all professional and shit and we come on and, and brian She's just like what the fuck in, yeah, up, brian you know? just <laughs> let it rip and it just got really wild oh god where does Hold up, we'll cut this We've off. lost
1: Noah! <laughs> We've lost Noah! You know, it, it wouldn't be Hand Radio yeah, 10 100 if we didn't have a technical issue, right? Yeah. There we are. We'll is, is everything back. okay?
2: Yeah, you're good. Everything all right, right, let's start back up recording real quick.
1: Yeah. Well, right. okay, I, I wanted to say, all right, going back to, to my favorite moment, I remember this specifically. So I, the first podcast we had with Brian uh, kind of said the fact that, you know, I, I don't face reveal, I don't talk about myself. And the moment we start recording, he starts to trying to get to know us. And he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, so so long. Where you live?" I'm like, "Oh, Australia." He's like, "Yeah, wh- whereabouts?" I'm like, "Yeah, to the east." He's like, "Oh yeah, cool. What city?" And he kept kneeling, yeah. nailing down and grilling. Me. And he's like,
0: guy. Like you're gonna fucking tell me, dude."
1: <laughs> he either said it or I did. He's like, "What's your credit
2: card number?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was I a
1: fantastic cry.
2: like, Brian, cut it! I don't want to say! I do, I do have to say, Um, and my voice is funny because my device is going off from the surgery. I'm not sad. I'm not about to cry. But, um... <laughs> I okay. promise. Okay. But, um, I do remember...
0: You're going to cry, you crying up, a little man. bitch. <laughs> you're
2: fucking cry. you pussy. No, but, um, I do remember... Um. I did not think that this podcast would become as big as it was. I remember talking about this concept with Matt years ago, years before we started the podcast about doing something like this at the time. I think we even called it a dual com. We didn't even call dual it a com podcast.
0: Dual
2: dual com. And a, a dual commentary.
0: And, we have um, a lot of dual comms
2: on
0: both our channels from like
2: like when you did YouTube years ago. Um, so but, uh, we, uh, We talked about it. We talked about the idea of it. We just didn't really have a jumping off point. And then lo and we met you, or Matt knew you, and um, and then we just kind of threw it together for the first episode. I just just think it's really cool. I think the fact that it's taken off and the fact that we get a lot of really good feedback, or you guys do now, and a a lot of really good feedback, and you know, uh, I still do too. Um, You know, I I looked at some of the comments when you said that I was going to be on, and a lot of people were really really cool and excited, and that made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And, um, you know, so it's, the fans are awesome that listen to this, the people that contributed to this and have been on are awesome. And all the questions we get, or you guys get every week, you know, it's very cool. So it's very, it's, it's, it's when, when, and I don't mean to say I'm not, I'm not getting mad at you guys, but when I was removed from the podcast, it was, and I, I understand why it was, you know, why it happened, but it was definitely a hit, um, because I was afraid that I lost friends. But I know you guys are my friends. And, and the whole community are, you know, I have a bunch of friends now because of the way this community works and stuff. So it's a very close-knit uh, group. And I'm yeah. sure there's someone out there who's crying right now. I'm just kidding. I'll <laughs> yeah, try while we're
0: talking it about it, yeah, I agree. I was, uh, you know, one of the reasons we held off for so long, you know, is when you missed, like, Lone and I would think, you know, we can't can't do this and i I told you this already but you know we didn't want to risk our friendship over um you know this show Uh yeah and that's why like at the end i was like when when loan and i decided together like okay we might have to do this i was like i was pretty afraid too um that you know you you flip out and be like all right we're not friends anymore it's like you know we've we've gone through our ups and downs not in a bad way because it's made our friendship stronger where um you know we we fought for some stupid fucking reason in high school. We've told the story a million times. We're just like, yeah, yeah. let's play Borderlands. And we're like, fuck it, forget it. And I I knew for a fact going into that decision, it wouldn't be like that where we'd be like, forget it. I knew it would kind of be something that you'd have a chip on your shoulder. And and I totally understood that. Um, But I still valued you as one of my best friends. And I was like, I really hope that um, it didn't ruin anything. And I'm I'm glad it didn't. Um, You know, because like I said, dude, you know, we're best friends and we spent so many amazing memories together so it it would just be heartbreaking if over that time i fucked you in the ass and then you fucked me in
2: the ass it was i was being sent to fucking mental i'm just kidding no 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 dude i understand (laughs) yeah no and and go ahead sorry yeah
0: that was i was kind of already wrapping it up that it was just you know it was relieving to know that um you know like when you were going through your surgery before that rather um you know when i was going through some tough stuff that we were able to still turn to each other that at the end we're like okay it's kind of i mean i know it's pretty successful but in the end of the day we treat this kind of as this dumb show to decompress more than anything um so that's why it was like it was really good that everything kind of panned out
2: yeah and and, then you know i'm 21 gonna be 22 here next month you know i I don't i don't have time to fight friends
0: you know yeah, exactly yeah i completely agree um as for other good memories one i remember it, it's not even like an amazing memory it's just one that stuck out to show how dedicated we were at the beginning um funny enough this is an episode no i couldn't make but it was because it was so fucking late um we didn't want to miss the week it was before it was when uh wolfenstein the old blood was announced Oh and man, Lone, that you, was a while ago. Yeah, th- this is before Fallout 4 even. And Lone, do you remember us doing a podcast? It was like midnight my time. Fuck. Oh no! And that meant it was uh, it was like I think after work for you. I want to say, and yeah, we're yeah. both. And for me, I like I had school the next day at like I think eight a.m. and we weren't done till three. Remember, Jesus, yeah. guys. Yeah. Actually,
1: I remember I uh left work early that day. This was back yeah. when I was w- working with the government. And I left work early and I gave some stupid excuse just so yeah. I wasn't keeping just you up. Just so you
0: could do a podcast. Man. <laughs> I remember that. I yeah. love it. That that was Nada. uh that was one of my fonder memories just because I think it it was a showcase of how dedicated all of us were um where we'd make a lot of personal sacrifices, you know, from yeah. time to time.
1: I, I remember, I mean, for a while, we were recording podcasts at 5, 6 a.m. my time because yeah. I was trying yeah. to yeah. You compensate <laughs> and, and like because I don't think people understand how hard it is to, for, for th- people in three different time zones, especially mm, one in Australia, yeah. where I'm like, for me now it's Saturday in the morning or it's actually afternoon and for them it's now Friday night. So okay. it, it's so hard to actually get us together to do a podcast um and you know everyone it's not not just been me waking up early sometimes to do pro- podcasts but everyone at one stage has had to make a sacrifice to make i, a I just to came to home from work tasks. i'm starving
2: i have dinner in, in there i'm starving, <laughs> but i'm here i know it's the hundredth shut up noah but, <laughs> you know i mean Mike. well okay my my girlfriend's here from spring break but you know to be fair, I've seen her all week. Yeah, so
1: and and, and we again, we've we've all had to sacrifice certain stuff for this podcast. I mean, the, the amount of um, podcasts that I've done, you know, when I was doing long distance with my girlfriend, and we would only see each other once a month or maybe once every two weeks. But I'm like, no, nah, I got to go do the podcast. It, we we have to do it, and it, it it sucks. It sucks when life gets in the fucking way. It it really yeah. does. And and those are some of the underlying reasons, you know with what happened with noah and that's a a, a decision that to this day we still fuck, feel fucking shitty about and I, and I wanted to to bring this up now because it wasn't it wasn't easy at all it really really wasn't and when we said that we wanted to try and get noah back on the podcast as 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 a guest from now and again you know we weren't just doing that as lip service and i and i hope him being here has just brought back good memories for everyone that's that are watching this now
0: and
2: i hope so too and i don't want people to comment and give shitty you know, like you totally kicked him off, blah, 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 dick. You know, or like this is so much better than the other guy. You know, I mean, the other guy is putting his all into it too. You know, what's his name? I'm sorry, I really don't Carrick. know his name. What's no, his name? Carrick, Yeah, okay. You he's know, got Carrick like is four putting
0: different aliases he goes by. So okay, he's putting.
2: You know, he's putting his all in too, and this is not easy for him either. You know, he's. He he's replacing some pretty big shoes. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, like he, he's, he, he's trying to become, you know, part of the, part of the gang. And I, you know, I just want everyone to treat him as, as well as you two are treating him, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and be cool with him. We've met a lot of amazing people, you know, Matt and I going to E3 and being able to meet Todd Howard and everyone, you know, I mean, that's, that's something that this dinky little podcast has done. You know, and and then that obviously means, I guess, it's not a dinky little podcast, you know. And, yeah, I'm just proud of all. I'm proud of everyone. I'm proud of everyone who's been able to do this and help with it. So
0: I I remember the episode. It was me, Noah. I want to say Slendy and the Vault Dude. No, 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 no. uh, No, it was me, Noah, Robbie from Open World Games, who I haven't heard from in a while.
2: yeah you know, i hope
0: he's doing well i haven't heard from him in a while
2: I, we had him on and i didn't realize who he was until yeah, afterwards and i was like holy shit yeah, the, yeah, same happened, the same thing happened with many a true nerd as i watched his stuff and then we had him on, and then i was like oh fuck i know him you know
0: like <laughs> yeah no i remember really I, that brings up another thing but um i remember when you um you went out, because you, you love being a true nerd, and you were watching a bunch of his videos, and, like, you're I tweeted like that, I Yeah, you're like, yo, his stuff's good. It's like, if you heard of him? I was like, dude, we had him on the show once. I know, and then I tweeted <laughs> at him. I'll never forget. I was like, he, I was like
2: look, dude, you've fucking, been on the Hitman <laughs> podcast, but you're really cool, and uh, I like your stuff.
0: He fucking roasted me so bad for liking Hitman Absolution. I, I will never forget that. He went on a almost, like, 20-minute hey, rant on how that's, that's, bad that's, of a decision I made for saying, like, I liked it. <laughs> he was just like, he likes no, that. No. but it's not a bit
2: kind of uh, absolution, no.
0: Yeah, but um, you know, we've, we've had some really funny guests. I, I finally remember also um, Gopher coming on. Uh, that was that, cool. That was, that that was a, movie, was a so. long time coming. We worked hard as yeah. fuck to get him on. Uh, that was our longest episode, I think, three-plus hours.
2: I don't think you- me. i don't think he liked my jokes same thing with many a true nerd i don't think he liked me either. I didn't
0: th- i'm not gonna lie i didn't think john liked me that's what i said was- people are like have you ever had a guest on that d- that didn't like you i'm like i've only had one guest who i felt didn't like me and it, was, it was many a true nerd probably didn't not like me but like still i just got that vibe he was done roasting me <laughs> for like at hitman i was like I- i'm taking this a little personally because like you're it's like you're going far man <laughs> he
2: starts throwing racial slurs at you <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but no, yeah. it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been a crazy two years, to be honest. and Just reminiscing like this, it do, does make me happy. I almost want to like, end the show
2: with this. I don't want to talk about anything else. You know?
0: One other thing. Now the memories are flowing. I was thinking before the show what I'm going to come up with, and now they're starting to flow alone. There was a point where you almost had to uh, leave the show. Remember yes. that? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we can talk
2: about that too much, but... I think there there was a point loan where it, it was it yeah, was. If you want
0: me to cut this
1: out? Uh, let me know. It's much <laughs> no, it's like, no, I, I won't go into specifics. But yeah, there was yeah. there was a point, and for, for me, it's it's been partly job wise and and, and schedule wise. And uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, a large reason why it's so hard for this podcast to fucking be held every week is because I'm in Australia, and that, and it's not because of me personally. It's just. I'm here in a country where it's so fucking difficult because I work full time to to be able to make make the podcast every week, and, and it, numerous uh, times I've had to think to myself, "Can I can I keep doing this? Can I keep doing this?" Mm-hmm. And it's this you know, it's lucky that it's two years later and I'm still able to continue it, but hopefully that a similar situation doesn't come up. But yeah, it that 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 was a very real thing that happened. I even email maddie i'm like maddie this is the email i'm sending my boss and oh yeah,
0: yeah i forgot <laughs> about that yeah i mean the the reason i brought it up wasn't to like you know put you on the spot but it was more so to highlight yeah. that um you know, a lot it's of not been easy have, yeah a lot of it i think cause here's the thing is and we're so grateful for people who make us a part of every sunday it's just that i don't think people realize a lot of it goes on behind the scenes because yeah. in the scheme of things we sit down and we chat on skype for like two hours maybe yeah um, but, you know, a lot of things happen behind the scenes. That's to keep the, the show easy part. Flowing. Yeah, we got to keep track of every single news bit. What is worth discussing? What's the headliner? <clears throat> we have to keep fucking Kiki Wonka pumping out this amazing artwork that he does. <laughs> <laughs> he makes some crazy stuff. But, Hold on, ha- Noah, have you seen that artwork? I
2: don't, I don't think I have.
1: I'll, I'll yeah. look it up after after we finish.
2: I
0: want
1: to see his reaction now, though.
2: I, I don't want to launch my browser because I don't want to mess <laughs> my get internet
0: yeah, I'm uh, sure
2: it's great though. I I promise I will I will check it out though. I promise I will check it out. I'm yeah. sure it's fantastic. I think I've seen a bit of it. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting Manny. Go on.
0: Um no, just there's a lot of really good memories. I mean, for me when it comes to sacrifice, uh first thing that definitely comes to mind is how many like hangouts and and dates I've skipped out on to do this show. Um, (laughs) That shows where my priorities are, I guess, in a good way or a bad way, depending on the type of person you are. Um, But yeah, I I know for a fact that um, there's been a lot of, you know, oh, I could have a good memory here moments, but I I wanted to make sure that um, I made the show. You were doing your job, basically. Because it's... I think of it this way, you know, like (laughs) a lot of my friends, uh, am I putting them under the bus when I say this, but uh, sometimes you wonder what it's like to live that um how do you define it i guess like a normal life where it's like no. this is where my- you just work a job and then come yeah, home, yeah it's like, like that yeah like when you leave your what job do do? it's like that's it we're on like with youtube especially during the time when this podcast was starting up like all of us were constantly on call because there would be like news for fallout 4 we'd have to be on top of that it and i'm not complaining second. um and even afterwards now uh where it's become d- just a part of the general schedule i'm used to it but there were times i wondered during that where i was like damn You know, I'm always on call. It's like, am I ever truly, like, free, free? Or am I just temporarily released? And, um, you know, so those are questions that float around while doing this show and stuff. But, yeah, it's it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride, dude. Oh, man. It's it's been a wild ride, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck, man. I'm getting nostalgic.
2: uh, I am, too. So I think we should... You should probably call it so that I can uh, yeah. go drink so some you beer can and have some pizza. Yes, because I'm hungry. That's my was... priority
1: right now. No. Ser- seriously, Noah, thank you for coming. Oh, like, we, yeah, it was fun. You know, we really, we weren't not going to have you on. Like We were pushing to to get you on here. and I just it. Thank you so much, honestly, for, for being a part of this.
0: Absolutely. So, with what? that said, though, you got some closing words, bro? Oh me? Noah? Yeah. I you're don't the know. guest. You got to end it. I do have to end it. Oh fuck! I'm Getting all emotional. <laughs> I haven't, haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Um, I done, like, the let's that to end it. I mean, you could talk about well, uh, what you've been telling me. You know, you've been editing a little bit and stuff.
2: I have been. I have been editing a little bit. If I do get accepted to E3, um, I am looking at picking up a GoPro and doing some really hardcore vlogs with that. Um, I have been looking at doing getting a GoPro, doing hardcore vol- vlogs with it at E3, and uh, I've been playing with the idea of getting a head mount. And uh, actually, yeah, POV
0: uh, no, pornos. No, <laughs> that's, no, thank you, Matt.
2: that's what he fucking said to me the other day. No, but uh, doing a thing where oh, I kind uh, of put it yeah. on in the morning, and then that's I do right. the whole thing yeah. of, um, from us going, you know, from the hotel to the thing, you oh, know, awesome. into it, all of it, you know, pu- cutting it together. I have music for it. I have all this stuff for it. So really, the only thing I'm waiting on is the yes or no from uh, from the guys over at E3. So yeah, we'll see. But uh, other than that. Thank you for watching uh, the ham radio, hashtag ham radio 100. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I got to go get my arc from a uh, parking garage. Odds the parking garage <laughs> yes! is closed, so we'll see what happens. I got a long drive home, so for sale. But thanks for watching, guys, <laughs> and peace out.